What's going on? Today, I have an amazing guest. But first, I want to know about you guys. What are you struggling with in real estate? How can we help you out? Drop in the comments below. And I'm going to have this amazing guest that I got on today answer some questions for you. Her name is T. Marie. T, how you doing today? <laughs> Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm great. How are you guys? How are you, Nate? Doing awesome. So I met T through the Academy. Um, and T, before we jump in, I'm just going to give people a few uh, a few minutes to join in here. Um, you guys, let me know below where you guys are at, what you're struggling with, if anything, in real estate. And me or T are going to grab those questions at the end of this interview, and we're going to see if we can answer and help give you clarica- clarification on any of that. How's that sound, T? Sounds great. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, Matt... Where we got anybody uh, chiming in where they're from? I am out in Cincinnati right now. And it was a hot day out, man. We were set out shooting videos all day, weren't we, Matt? Yes, and, uh, very hot. Yeah, it was a hot It was a hot day out. So, T, how was it in Columbus? I imagine about Dang, the same as it was Dang. down here. Yeah, the weather is crazy. Traffic is crazy. Everything is crazy in Columbus. Columbus is booming. With a whole lot of I know. <laughs> I'm so jealous, man. If I could put my if I could move my house up to Columbus, Ohio, I'd be up there right now. I really would. I would. Yes, you need so. to come. Like everyone's trying to invest here. So I'm like, I know it's crazy because like I invest here, but I'm just come on, like, come on. I'm like trying to get everyone to get in before it just gets ridiculous because just la- even from last year until now, like the market's still insane. Even with the interest rates being Oh, it's it's insane. it's only gonna get worse. It's only yeah. going to get worse, which is better for us. So when we say worse, that means better. Worse, better. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So look, we are going to be filming a podcast tonight. And T. Maria is my guest. She's also one of my students. And she's going to tell you about her journey because there's many misconceptions to real estate um, into what you really need to get started. And we're going to talk about the number one thing that most people don't value. They think it's money. They think it's credit. But a lot of you guys got money and credit. And I tell people, it's like, I say, hey, man, why aren't you playing in the Major League Baseball? They say, because I don't have a, a, a baseball and a bat. Has nothing to do with the baseball and the bat. Has nothing to do with credit and money. Has to do with knowledge. We're going to show you what she's been able to do since she got this knowledge not even one year ago. So, guys, let's all welcome to the new American dream, T. Marie from Columbus, Ohio. Hey. <laughs> so, T, how you doing what today? Do you want to know? I'm doing great. I am excited. Um, whatever you want to know, I'm an open book. So, yep. So, T runs our Columbus. Uh, uh, she's the president of our uh, city of Columbus for us. Just had an amazing meetup uh, last month. Um, we're going to, we're going to go into that, but let's talk about where you started at. Um, did you grow, where where did you grow up at? Everywhere. Um, so I was actually born, I don't know if you know this, I was born in Toledo and, um, I moved to North Carolina when I was about 11 years old. Um, and I grew up kind of like your typical American. Um, it's weird because like on my mom's side, you know, my mom kind of came from like what we call the struggle. <laughs> and then my dad kind of came from this a, more of a fluent lifestyle. So I literally grew up seeing both sides. Um, mm. And then that kind of just that mixture just gave me what you call like a middle class 
you know, lifestyle. Um, we weren't poor, we weren't rich, we just had enough. Um, but in terms of like financial knowledge, like no one really talked about that. Um, we didn't talk about investments. Like I didn't know anything, to be honest. Um, you know, even going to school, going to college, um, I actually um, didn't even go to college right after high school. I kind of went into the workforce and then mm -hmm. I started doing classes online and I actually learned more working than I did in school. And yeah. then I just now did you, did you, did you get, did you get any student loan debt or what made you want to go to college? Because that's just like the thing to do. Like, you know, my mom, you know, she was a single mom and she um, was a teen mom, not with me, with my older sister. So she went to college and she actually ended up going to law school as well. And um, like my. I wow. Like very, so mom went yeah. to law school. That's that's pretty impressive. Because, yeah, I mean, that was did. what, back in the back in the 90s? Mm -hmm. Yep. Like back in the 90s. Uh, I think she graduated in 97. So wow, that's um, awesome. I was still a kid at the time. And so um, but like I just came from a family where education was just like the key. Like you were to go to school, go to college, you know, pick a career and go to work. And that's what mm -hmm. I thought I had to do. But what happened is when I actually started going to work, I realized I didn't like <laughs> like I you didn't, you didn't like, like work. Um, no, hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on. Any viewers, uh, any viewers out here? Do you feel the same way? Do you guys hate going to work or do you love going to work? I worked in banking. I worked at um, I did like business development for dealerships. Um, I did. You know, that's where I learned everything. I learned a lot about credit through banking through investments. I learned about investments through banking. Um, I learned about credit and everything, working in dealerships, things like that. Um, but I just knew, I'm just like, I hated the fact that I had to base my life around my job. And I just remember telling my dad, like, dad, I don't want to, I said, I know this sounds crazy, but I don't want to work for anyone. And my dad was just like, he just kind of chuckled. He was like, well, that's what we do. That's what people do. Like, you know, everybody, unless you're super rich. And he just kind of like laughed it off. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm just so, like, so, yeah. So it's like, well, dad, look, how do I become super rich then? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if it's anything like my parents, they're like, silly Nate, money's for other people. And I'm like, what you mean it's for yeah. other people? You know, yeah. like I'm trying to get some of this money too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, fast forward. So you learned about banking, which is really mm -hmm. good. Banking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to get my son to get a job at Chick-fil-A. And he's like, why you want me to get a job? I said, man, I want to know the recipe, baby. No, I'm just like, I just want to know the recipe. And so, but, but my son, my kids are like, I, I, I ain't getting no job because that was something I ingrained in them. Like, you don't want no job. You don't mm -hmm. want to work for money. Even my daughter, she got a little drone and she was like, I'll work for five an hour. I said, I'm not going to pay you $5 an hour. I'll give you $25 for every video you do. Cause I don't, mm -hmm. I, I want to train my kids to be productive and not trade their time for money, trade their mm -hmm. time for mm -hmm. skills. Right. Um, I like that. and so you, you developed a lot of different skills and you know, last year you joined the Academy, you didn't have any experience in real estate. Mm -hmm. You didn't have any deals. You joined mm -hmm. last August. What, you know, what compelled you to, what compelled you to join the Academy? Um, so like my husband, he does fairly decent, I guess for, well, he was a W-2 worker, but now he's a contractor, but for a W-2 worker, you know, he did. Now, can, can well. I ask you something? 
Did, yes. did what you've learned over the past year have any effects on him um, wanting to be a contractor instead of W-2 employee? Absolutely. Yes. Wow. Yeah. He just like, remember, he came to the reunion and yeah. he was just like, and my husband has a strong passion for software. Like he loves software. He loves coding. He loves creating software programs, mobile apps, all that stuff. But when he actually saw other real estate investors and just the whole, just me starting from scratch, he just fell in love with it. And he was just like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to do coding when I want to do it. Not when someone else is telling me. Yeah, he wants to take the big accounts. He's like, look, man, nah, you got to pay him big money because when you learn a skill set, people got to pay you for that. And so you joined last, I think it was last August. Yeah, that's around the time I joined. Um, so it I hasn't even been, been a year yet. No. And, and T, like, how many properties have you gotten so far? So we're currently at four, well, five doors, four properties. Um, I think we're at about like 1.2 million like in terms of like what we own, um, I'm under contract, as you know, for like a, a bigger property. That one can. So really- wait, wait, wait. You got one point two million dollars worth of property in mm-hmm. less than a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. But how much do you owe on it? Um, so out of that, there's probably about close to 400 K. That's equity. So you owe about 800,000 on us. So you got 400,000. You've grown your net worth 400,000 in less than 12 months, T. Marie. And you right, got a yeah. deal that you're closing on tomorrow that's going to give mm-hmm. you another two, three hundred thousand equity. Um, so we, if that deal closes, let's just see if it does. But if it does, no, 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 um, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. If you, if the deal's right for you, it'll close. And we already talked right, about that, right? We talked about that. Don't yes, force, right de- don't me. force deals because sometimes God can see things in that deal that you can't see, and sometimes it could be a great deal on paper. But guess what? Sometimes yep. he's protecting you from other things that could happen. You could get in an accident going over there. Who knows, right? So yep. don't ever, 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 ever second guess a deal. If a deal's meant for you to have it, you a child of God. You're going to have it. Nobody can take that from you. You know, I pray on everything. So I told God, I'm just like, I might even, I, I, I literally have no stress about this deal. If if this deal closes, um, the deal will give us, we'll be all in about one2 million and it are like we got like a sub two appraisal um so it's projected to appraise at 1.7 something million as is as is uh, no so as is uh it's we're getting it under contract for 1.1 as is is worth 1.3 and then after we do the renovations it'll be worth 1.7 got it got it got it and you'll be able to push the rents from uh there are 1200 a piece right now Right, we're going to return it to student housing, and uh, we'll be able to get two thousand to two thousand two hundred per unit. So right now it's twelve hundred times eight units is going to be ninety six hundred gross operating income, and you believe that you can turn that to sixteen thousand dollars a month. Yes. But the thing that I'm even more excited about is the area. That area is yeah. going to go gangbusters because of what's going on. Hmm. You know, you got so many different jobs going on in Columbus, Ohio. Um, And so you said something to me the other day. Well, actually, you put it in a post. You said, I will be a millionaire this year. You'll have a million dollars net worth just in your properties, right? That you've added in 
14, 15 right. months? How have you been, you know, let's say 16 months. How have you been, how have you been able to do that so quick? And what are some of the sacrifices that you came up with to do that? So, you know, I, I didn't, I wanted to do this whole training as if I didn't have anything. So I didn't want to use my husband's income. Like I'm a stay at home mom. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to count anything that we have. I want to see if I can do this. If I can do this, then that means anyone else can do this. And so I didn't want to preach something to someone and someone say, oh, well, you know, she has her husband or, you know, she has this. No, like I hustled. I, you know, mm -hmm. I had a business previous um, where I was like doing designer handbags. I was sourcing handbags um, over the years. I've kind of like have a collection that pretty much paid for itself. So I just started like going in my closet, selling clothes, selling purses, using that money. And I bought my first property. My first property cost me like eighty three thousand um, dollars. It was wait a, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Eighty three thousand dollars. And you sold some purses to get that. Well, I didn't buy um, the whole thing. I just bought, I, I sold enough purses that I could afford the down payment. So down payment. Pay. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. Yeah. And hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 for all the ladies out here, T. Marie, can you show them one of your purses? Not not right oh, now, but at the end. Okay. <laughs> Do you mind? Yeah. Because I know you a purse fanatic. You got, what, what are them called, them Birkins? Oh, yeah, here's one now. Yeah, come on, I let's see probably... it. Pull it out. Okay. Right, we want to see, see it right here. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. This one is actually a glossy one in croc. And um, so the good thing about this one is that uh, I'll be able to make about 10 grand on it when I sell it. What'd you pay for that? So, if you don't mind us asking. Um, so this one was 19000 That's what you and, paid for um, it? Yes. And so it should sell for about, it can sell anywhere from about um, 30 to 35. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome, team. And so, so you don't just burr properties, you burr purses, right? I burr purses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you, um, you help other people with purses too. So um, anybody, any, any of you women out here, look, she went from purses to property. It started mm -hmm. off for her as kind of like just a hobby, probably collecting purses. Then she realized like, you know what? I'm pretty good at this. And mm -hmm. then she took and she sold some bags to get a down payment. Now that right there is commitment, ladies. How many of you ladies would do that? Or how many of you men would 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 uh, love it if your women did that? So <laughs> if anybody, if any, any of your wives or any of you ladies got purses, um, Team Marie, how do they get a hold of you if they want to sell them and go raise the money to get their first property? Because you broker purses as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, I have like a private group, um, luxury group. And um, so they can just join it. It's called, uh, well, actually it's invite only. So we do have to vet you, but I can actually um, talk to you like via Facebook. So you can just look me up on Team Marie on Facebook and I can so just, just look her up on. Yep. Yeah. So if and you guys I'll, are interested, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, T. Marie, you've been a vital part of our organization. Not only do you lead the Columbus um, market you're the president at, you put an amazing meetup uh, last month. You had about, what, 30 yeah. people up there, 40 people? Yeah, we had about 30 people. It was our first one. So I think we did pretty good for our first turnout. You killed it. You yeah. killed it. I want to tell you and Enoch, thank you. Tell him thank you so much, man. And, uh, 
I think I'm having a party at the end of this month. I just got to clear it with the wife. And if, <laughs> if I do, man, I would love to have you guys down. I know it's up Crawford and somebody fighting um, July 29th, but I'd love to have you guys back down. Yeah, um, sure. If you guys got time. And so, you know, kind of what, what's your goal, though? You know, it seems like, you know, you 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 become passionate about something and you're all in. And I think that's where you're at in real estate right now. So, T. Marie, what is what is your life look like five years from now? In real estate, like what is your goal? And, you know, what do, what do you want to what do you want to achieve in real estate? Yeah. So I guess my end of year goal is to to have about a million dollars in equity um, in all of my properties. And um, in terms of the next five years, I wanna start doing hotels. Um, I love the hotel industry. My daughter, she's five and she's like a hotel, I call her a hotel snob because she likes really nice hotels. Um, so I wanna get into luxury hotels. I have a great market for it already. Um, I have a lot of friends who are into that luxury space. Um, so something that like um, can kind of cater to the market um multi-family like i just want to be able to completely retire my husband within the next five years so i mean at that time he'll be around 45 or 46 40 yeah 45 46 i'll be old no i'm joking <laughs> i'll be almost well i'll be 40 actually in five years I'll wait 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 t marie so your goal mm -hmm. is to go out here and retire your husband to retire my husband. Like, you know, I could have had like, that's that comfortable life in the suburbs, you know, the suburban housewife. I could have like yep. took that route, you know, but I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Him, and I was like, I could take this route. We can have like the, the newest car and the newest, like, I mean, the cars we even drive right now are old. Like we sacrifice a lot. We live pretty modest for our income because I'm looking at the bigger picture. I'm just like, if I have this lifestyle that looks good on paper and looks good when you go out, but my bank account and my investments aren't reflecting that, then it's just a waste of time. My husband can be working until he's 65 and I could be a housewife or we can just be living our best lives in just five years. So I think nah, it's, man, it's totally that's amazing. I mean, well, you know, once you get like the blueprint and you get it, I mean, you're one of the people you came in in the first year. You know, I really would have liked to seen you hit that million dollar mark, but you're going to do it in the first 15, 16 months. Mm -hmm. I want you to also enjoy life along the way. So, yeah, I guess what has been in the academy? I know you've been um, just very active, but what are some of the things that you learned in there that help you get comfortable with buying and help you propel yourself so quickly? Ooh, everything. You know, if I were maybe... Um, like, a, I guess a man, and I say that because, you know, men have that responsibility of provision, right? I, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I would have hit a million dollars already. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I, I think about my time and I, I'm actually doing this part time, to be honest. I have, I don't work more than 25 hours a week because I like to homeschool my kids. I like to spend time with my children. So that was a part of the sacrifice I wasn't willing to make, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to still do well. I just have to really like those 25 hours. I'm just like grinding. Like I'm just making sure that uh, I have everything that I need. I'm talking, I'm going to the Academy for help. I'm asking questions. Um, I'm very open and honest about the mistakes that I make. Um, I ask what people think are stupid questions. Like, I don't care. Like I just need to know uh, because before starting the Academy, I didn't even know what like, 
plywood looked like. I didn't know what, <laughs> how much drywall cost. You know, I, I didn't know. I knew nothing about construction. I knew nothing about anything. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I was. And, and then how how have dumb. you been able to? How have you been able to get these jobs done and price them out and do burrs and and find all these deals? Because people say that they can't find any deals out here. I'm in the hottest, probably one of the hottest markets in the nation right now. It's so competitive. Uh, we have hedge funds here. Uh, I'm getting beat by everyone. And the majority of the deals I found were actually on the MLS. So there's mm. deals. You just need to know how to find them, how to analyze them. I learned that from the, the academy, literally just what to look for. Um, before I, I, I submit tons of offers, like probably five or six a day. I'm just submitting mm-hmm. offers, submitting offers. I underwrite. I um, And the numbers have to make sense. And so I, mm-hmm. I don't like okay deals. I like great deals. So I'm very methodical yeah. in how I go about doing it. And um, the reason why like our cash flow and our numbers are where they are, it's just because we're in a hotter market. Uh, we're, we're, we're in a market where the appreciation is going to just outperform cash flow 10 times over. So there's some part mm-hmm. of our properties where we're probably only cash flowing a couple hundred dollars, but the property has already gone up since I've owned it and I haven't owned it a year. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's what we teach you guys, man, because I've yeah. owned so many properties and the cash flow is really just an illusion guys. If you don't have any appreciation, then mm-hmm. it, look, man, I was telling my partner the other day, I said, look, man, he was like, I was like, look, we only owe like we're doing a refi and a lot of the single family homes we can't sell because we've taken so much depreciation and accelerated depreciation on them. If we sold them, we'd have to do a 1031 and then that would just be more work and we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're just refinancing, pulling cash out. Mm-hmm. Well, the the two family appraised it 240,000. It's right next to the hospital. Um, and, you know, Mike was like, well, we only owe 110. I'm like, dude, let's pull the maximum out. And he's like, well, then it's not going to make money. I said, I don't care about the cash flow, Mike. Neither should you. You know, it's about redistributing that money, putting it somewhere else that's Mm going to grow. And I said, well, Mike, do you think that that property in five years is going to go up 60,000 in value? He said, yes. I said, then you're telling me it's going to get a thousand a month in appreciation. Why are you worried about if it only makes 200 a month? Right? Who cares? That's a thousand plus 200 plus uh, 300 principal reduction. That's fifteen hundred a month on one little bitty two family, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, "I think it's going to go up more than that." So where's the money made? And as the appreciation goes up, so will the rents. So it, I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad you're conscious of that. And you know, I, I mean, even but T, you you told me like, how do you price out your construction? Because that's a big part of why you're able to win these deals out because you know your construction numbers. So um. I, yeah, I know my numbers. So I don't know construction, but I know my numbers. And um, I use the the spreadsheet that you provide us at the academy um, because I didn't like I didn't know like someone could have charged me, you know, five hundred dollars to put on a door. I wouldn't know if that was overpaid because I didn't know anything about construction, right? Like those who mm-hmm. I feel like the ones I've seen who've done very very well, they have some type of construction background. That kind of gives them like a leg up. But when you have no construction background, it's still possible. You just need the spreadsheet. You need to know what the market rate is, what's going for what, and I negotiate. Even the, the spreadsheet itself, I feel like gives you a good basis. But when I structure my deals, 
I look at the construction sheet. I kind of put it together. I kind of look at the whole picture. And I say, okay, this job is going to cost me cost me roughly this amount. And so then I take that amount and I negotiate it. And so although I don't know construction, I know how to negotiate because I worked in banking. I worked in sales. So I kind of use those tools. I mean, I've had my own business. I use those tools. And it's not really focusing what you don't know, but strengthening what you do know and then mm-hmm. getting help for the things that you don't know. I, I'm not at the point yet where I can like be the general contractor to my construction projects, but I have a construct a general contractor. I didn't get the one like you said with the flashy van. I got this guy. He has a raggedy van. The, jam- the van is in the shop today. Actually, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so we had to like use my pickup truck. I bought a pickup truck. I literally don't even drive my car anymore. I drive a pickup truck. I I, I got the materials. Um, I now I know how to price the materials. I, I look at this. Wait, 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 wait. You, you, I know you was driving around in a Porsche, and now you went and got you a yeah. pickup truck. I have a Ram. People, I hop out that thing. <laughs> like, like, who is this girl? <laughs> hey, that's awesome, man. I'm proud of you, man. I'm really proud of you. But, but, okay, can I ask you, and, and how much is, how much you pay for a window? Do you know your window cost? Um, well, like, they're around like $200. And how much you pay to get them installed? Well, that's the thing. Um, I pay on average about fifty an hour, but mm-hmm. um, it's I probably get them get it done cheaper than what most people get it done for because I kind of like. So what's it? What's it take them an hour to do a window? Hour and a half to do a window? And that's what I do. I, I ask them like, okay, for you to do this, this, and this, and this, how long is it going to take you? And then they'll tell me, and I'm like, okay, how much are you you trying to make? And yeah. you know, then they'll tell me, and then I just negotiate from there. And um, nine times out of ten, it's way lower than I, what I was going to pay uh, anyway. But like, if I can get the construction at a good price, the reason why they keep doing it, they keep coming back, is because I have work for them. They know I pay on time. Um, you know, I I I structure like I know I tell them like this is my budget. Like this is we, we can't go over. I, I've never been um, to date really over my budget, except for my first one. But that was because I didn't have that contract that I have now. But, um, just say if, you know, if my budget is, is 40, 50 K, you know, I might have to say my budget is 30 K, you know, maybe on paper I can mm-hmm. do a 50 K budget, but if I have to knock it down 10, 15, 20 K, I will. Um, and I get good quality work done and, um, I know the price. I know how much it's going to, I may not know like every single, like I do use the, the, the sheet. Um, but Columbus market is a little bit competitive. So some things like if you itemize it too much, then it kind of like they may like, you know, may not or may not do it. But if I get a lot of easy work to do, I can actually negotiate the easy work and pay a little bit more on the harder work. If that makes sense. Mm, yeah, it's just balancing it out. So yeah. uh, T. Marie, man, you got a property that you're closing on tomorrow. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about or send me a message about that. Um, and let me know how everything's going on that. I'm going to jump to the audience right now and see okay. what kind of questions, if they got any questions um, for you ladies that are looking to get in. T Marie started. It was just for her. She wanted something to do. You hear that? Mm-hmm. She balanced her life. She wants to help her mm-hmm. husband retire. What an amazing spouse, you know, and she has Thank an amazing you. husband, but that's when it's reciprocated back to each mm-hmm. other. He supported her. Um, and that, and that's just amazing, man. I'm so, I'm so happy for you guys, but you made the sacrifice. You. you sold the purses to get in your first deal. I can't wait mm-hmm. to have your, uh, your shirt from purses 
the properties up on our uh, website. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can't wait. And purring. So, purr. uh, not burring, purring. Purring. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, so uh like you got any questions for you got any questions for T Marie? Yes, we got some over here on the every actually we got some from Facebook, from YouTube, from LinkedIn. We got some from everywhere today. All right, so T Marie, mm-hmm. how um how did you get over analysis paralysis? Um, I know myself, I, I'm notorious for that. I have, I, I deal with anxiety. Well, not anymore, <laughs> but I used to deal with anxiety. Um, but, uh, this journey has really strengthened every aspect of my life, my discipline, my prayer life, my, my faith in God, my faith in myself. Um, I felt like it's one thing if I try and I fail, I can accept that, but never trying and then wondering what if I can't accept. Like I'd rather show my children, I look at my kids, I have a one and a five year old and I look at my kids and I want my kids to see that like, you know, mommy, she really tried. Like she tried to give us the best life she could be. I can show Mm -hmm. them, even if I have to show them all of my failures and just a few successes, that's okay with me. But living my life and having nothing to show for it and having not tried because of fear, that is my ultimate fear. So anytime I feel like I'm stuck or like, oh my goodness, is this is going to work? You know what? If the deal make is like Nate always says, it's a numbers game, right? It's all about the numbers. It's not about the feeling, the emotion is about the numbers. If the numbers make sense and if it's a great deal, do it. The worst case scenario is you left money in, but you have an investment. You have a property, you have a, a, a tax write-off, you have, you know, something that you can give your children. So I would say that if you look at it as, okay, you know what? If I mess up, fine. Like I, I when I went in with my first property, I literally said, I'm gonna probably screw this up, but oh well. And guess what I did? I screwed it up, but I bought low enough that I was still able to go out and be fine. Um, I, I didn't have to leave any money in a deal. It ended up being the perfect burr on paper. I got what I put in and we're on to the next one. And my next one, I knocked it out the parts like I made a so much money I put added so much value um my construction costs went lower so it's just once you just jump in that water you get wet you know what to expect so don't think about mm-hmm. it just make sure the numbers make sense and just do it it's like going to the gym that's that's my next that's on my list Nate going to the <laughs> gym <laughs> Me, me too, man. Me too, man. I, I hired a personal trainer to go for me, but it ain't, it ain't been working out. So, you said what? I hired a personal trainer. He's been going to the gym for me, but I ain't been seeing no results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charging me all this money. All this money. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking the same mentality. But like, you know what? It it actually helped because I stopped drinking soda, all the sugary drinks. So it's like it's a process. It's a mindset. Like Nate always talks sparkling about sparkling water. That's all I drink. I have a yep. Waterloo right here. Yep. And so um, it's it's a mindset thing. It's like once you can discipline the mind and you can get out of your own head, you're able to go forth. That's awesome. Now that's awesome. That's awesome. And guys, a lot of times, man, even like talking about the anxiety, I've had things where I've struggled and I was like, you know what? I'm struggling because I don't understand it and mm-hmm. I don't have a plan if something goes wrong. So it's being able to get around people that can help you put a plan together. And when you feel like you got support, 
yeah. you know, what, like her husband or, you know, uh, uh, all the people in the academy or the me academy. or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and that's when you really feel like, you know what, if I run into a problem, I'm going to just call someone. They're going to walk me through it. It's not a big deal. I would not recommend doing this alone. And that's just the truth. Like, I'm not trying to, like, sell anything. I'm being so, so, so transparent. Like, if you're looking to do it, join the Academy. Find people to connect with. Uh, we have such a good community in Columbus. Um, although I'm the president, there's still people, like, you know, if you need something, we have our group chat. Like, everyone's there. Um, there there's some times where, like, you know, I call Nate. I call, you know, people like Alex in the group. Um, I actually talked to Alex a couple of days ago about something, you know, um, just mm -hmm. having people that you know you can call on. Who yeah, Alex actually is want amazing. Yes, yes. Alex yeah. is actually yeah, Alex is the president friends. of our Detroit. He, he's one yeah, of what? We're yeah, he was actually one of the first people who actually like was my friend. <laughs> Alex, yeah. So he was like my day, I call him my day one. He was, he was there with me um, from day one. I love yeah. Alex so much. Um, I do too, but yeah, I love Alex, like man. He's amazing yeah having that support is just it, it just changes the game because like you, you the mistakes that you would have made like it can be something so simple you just post it and then everyone's like hey i've had this experience i've had so you're learning from other people's experiences their mistakes and their successes so it's like mm -hmm. you know you just can't lose when you have a good network of people you just don't lose That's and if right. you do lose right. it's not like horrible like you can jump back and you can get back in there you know Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready for another question? That's awesome, man. Yeah. Sure, yeah. All mm -hmm. right. So where are you finding your deals? You say you are put it you're putting in offers <laughs> of four or five a day. Where are you finding all these? The MLS. Um, I know I'm a I'm a, in a very competitive market, but I don't look at the deals everyone else is looking at. Um I I guess like a, a quick, like just start to finish when I'm looking at a, a, an address or a property, I look it up on Google Maps, I see what's surrounding it, what is going to drive the income, the rent there. Um, I'm using a lot of the tools and stuff that Nate gives us in terms of just analyzing. And I even check like what, who, what they owe, like what who, I learn about the seller. Um, I've actually got a really good deal because I studied my seller. I figured out what it is that my seller, my seller, one of my properties mm -hmm. is the highest appreciation, appreciating property that I own. And I got it, even though she did not want to sell to an investor. And I realized it wasn't that she didn't want to sell to an investor. She didn't want someone in there, you know, going into the property, destroying the property, you know, fixing it up, putting lipstick on a pig and flipping it and trying to make a quick mm -hmm. buck. But when I, presented my offer and I told my realtor, I said, let her know, like, this is something that's going to stay in my family. I'm using this, like, I'm not here to flip it and get rid of it. This is something that's going to help my family. Um, this is something that I'm keeping. I'm going to be able to pass on to my children because that family was important to her. So when I was able to get on her level, under, um, let her understand and explain to her, like, okay, she's not just your typical investor. Like this is a mom. This is, you know, someone who's going to actually take care of this property. She's going to restore this wow. property. You know, she was like, you know what? I want to sell it to her. Like she didn't want it to sell it to anyone else. She wanted to sell it to me. So but, but, but it's T, just like, you, you, mm -hmm. but T you, you told me that she had an offer for 75,000 more and you got it. Yeah, right? that was actually, actually, no, that was for uh, a different property. The one that I'm in. Oh, okay, got it. 
Yeah, got it, yeah. Got it. Okay. But same thing. Got it. I it's thought like I get to know my sellers, um, and I build relationships through my realtors um, t- with the sellers. I, once you understand what the seller is looking to do, you don't waste your time. I know if a seller is just they want what they want, I don't waste my time on those deals. If, you know, mm-hmm. estate sales, you can learn about people, why they're selling, you can learn about them. So the moment I started really understanding my seller, I look at how long they've owned the property um, that lets you know if they're emotionally invested into it. You know, all these different things, what they're willing to let go, if they owe taxes, all of these things are like things that I look into consideration before seeing an offer. So um, the properties that are on the MLS the longest, um, those are the ones that I analyze first. And um, I don't really get into bid wars. I don't like to bid. Uh, because you're never going to get a good deal because you're bidding against other yeah. people. I really don't do wholesaling right. um, either. Um, I actually, the, my last property I purchased from a wholesaler. <laughs> and the funny thing is they told me straight out, they're, they're actually a national known wholesaler. Like they have branches all over the U.S. And they said, we are very firm. We don't negotiate nothing. Like this is, this is the price. Um, these are the numbers. And they put everything, they kind of wrap everything up in a pretty little bow. And I said, okay. And I walked the property and I said, I'm not paying that, but if you want to sell it, let me know. And so the girl called me back and she was just like, how much are you willing to, to pay for it? I was in my mind. I was like, man, maybe 75, 80, but I was like, probably 70. <laughs> she came back. She was like, can you do 75? I was just like, let's do 75. You know, sometimes you don't want to make people feel like they're losing too. So there's just all these types of like, yeah, you know, things building out relationships. Yeah, building relationships, you know, closing on time, um, you know, having your ducks in a row. People want to send you things just because of that. You know, um, I, I got I get mm-hmm. referrals. Referrals mm-hmm. is another big one. So, like, for those of you maybe don't have a lot on the MLS, just talking to, like, your immediate group of friends. Like, I have a lady now who has a couple of properties in Columbus um, that she wants to get rid of. And so, you know, I'm going to be able to give her you know, numbers on that and let her know what I'm willing to pay and just kind of work through that. So there's deals, even in the most competitive markets, like I said, I'm in one of the most competitive markets and um, I don't have the money that a lot of these big investors do, but I make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, sorry, my neighbor's dog's over there barking. Um, <laughs> fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, Matt, let's go two more questions. Okay. Uh, I don't want to hold T up too long. I know you, um, uh, family is important to you. And I want to just thank you so much for jumping on here. Um, look, guys, if you guys are interested in learning, if you guys are learning, uh, interested in learning more about our community, our group, our mentorship, um, just comment below more info. We'll have somebody reach out to you. If you guys are struggling with the burr, um, just say struggling below and we're going to send you a free copy of the mini course and just kind of, it's going to break down. Um, it's not, I mean, I mean, we go deep in the course. We go real deep guys. Like it's 13 weeks and then it's ongoing education forever. Like weekly coaching calls. It's not like ongoing for three months. This is something that I want you to ingrain in your life. Um, and so, you know, if you guys are interested, just comment below, um, where are we getting a question from here, Matt? All right. This one is coming from Facebook. Where did you get your funding for your first deal? I sold stuff like <laughs> I sold uh, bags, clothes, um, like old things around the house. And I used all that money. I used a uh, private lender and I found a lender who was willing to take a chance on me. I was able to put 10 percent down. And um, after I complete the burr, you know, I took that money and I bought another one. 
and then I'm completing the bird and I did another one. It's like once you get one going, you don't have to keep like it's not like you have to have all of this cash. I don't know why people think that you have yeah. to have like you know a massive amount of cash. I don't have a massive amount of cash. Um, like I, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, I'm a, yet, a, yet, yet. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There yet. you go. I don't have a massive amount of cash yet. Um, but you know, I come from a very um, a very family oriented family. Like my husband, we we have a lot of responsibilities outside of ourselves. So um, we have to be very like you know, meticulous and methodical about how we spend our money, where we're spending our money, um, because there are a lot of people, you know, within our family dynamic. My husband comes from a third world country. So, um, you know, we have, you know, support we have to do back home. So there's a lot of things. And so, um, and that's part of my why as well. It's just like, you know, if I can do well and we're healthy, then we can just do and we can build and we can just do what we need to do. So it wasn't that like, I just have all this cash saved that I was able just to go out and buy tons of properties. Like I did everything one by one. And, you know, I took some of Nate's advice and I was able to like, I didn't wholesale to myself, which I should have, but I was able to do my rehab. So I'm able to have cash so I can go into a next deal before without having to wait for the refi. Things like that. Now you're you're gonna um, get you you're gonna get you a deal that you can wholesale to yourself and make, you know, six figures on, and you know mm-hmm. that's that all comes in repetition. That's why I don't tell yeah. people. It's why I had a plan. It's a five year plan for you to become a millionaire. Now we've had plenty of people do it less than a year, right at a year, under two years, but I believe that the system that we put together with the blueprint, with the support. Anybody mm-hmm. can get there in less than anybody. five. Anybody. I don't care who anybody. you are. You can become mm-hmm. a millionaire in under five years. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not jumping on the weekly coaching calls, if you're not active in the community, if you're not watching the course going through there asking questions, you're not going to get it because this is not like this is this is above Harvard. Like Harvard is going to teach you how to do one specific thing. We're mm-hmm. going to teach you how to be millionaires, how to understand money how to understand. I mean, so there's so much that goes into it, but when mm-hmm. you get it, you get it and you'll never lose it. All right, guys. And um, let's go one more question. Cause my battery's about to die on this. <laughs> okay. And yeah, T know, is right? always posting on the Facebook group, the private Facebook. Very group. active, <laughs> very active in there asking questions since day one. And that's the reason that she's been able to grow so quick. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do one last one. This is probably for both of you, Nate and T. Um, can you do a DSCR loan first, bef- then an FHA after? Um, Go ahead. I don't I was, know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know why you would want to do that. Are you flipping it to yourself? Yeah, I don't know why you would want to do that. So, but I mean, any you can, listen, man. They put people, they, they got a, 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 a rocket ship that's out in Pluto right now sending photographs back. So <laughs> I mean, are you talking about like doing do a, that? Go ahead. I'm thinking maybe like, um, like if someone, like the only thought process that came to mind is like, like if they did a DSCR loan and like did, well, no, because like that's like after the refi. Because I was thinking maybe they want to like fix it up and then sell it to themselves at like a higher amount and then they buy it like you know i take it out of the llc and then they buy it using fha so they can get the money back is that what they're trying to do you know what i mean Nate? like mm-hmm. just say that you have a yeah. property yeah. you rehab it you sell it at a premium to yourself and then you buy and, it and, using and, FHA. 
and I mean, me and T, we can't answer that because that all has to yeah. do with your loan document. I'm sure the people you got the DSCR loan, not going to care. But unless you're wanting to read through that whole file of uh, Fannie and C, I, I wouldn't know. And you would you would have to read through that whole document to see. Um, and, and I would think that what's your goal? What are you trying to get done? There's probably another way to achieve the same thing. So, mm-hmm. um, guys, again, man, my phone's like on one percent. If- <laughs> <laughs> I guess that you know concludes our call. Like, <laughs> yep, there you go. Well, thanks, T, for joining us. Um, uh, we appreciate you no hopping problem. on. We appreciate Thank your you guys for having me on. Yes, we appreciate just how much you give back to the community and how much of a cornerstone you are for the community. So. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. The, the community gives so much, so it's literally nothing. So thank you guys so much. And okay. if you guys have any questions about anything, I mean, I'm still new, but, you know, just hit me up on Facebook. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. You're back. <laughs> We're about to, like, include this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got two phones. Uh, so, uh, T, look, man, I just want to thank you for your time. You and Enoch, you guys are amazing examples. Um and I tell him I said hi and thank you for jumping on here. The new American dream where you take charge of your life. You decide what your life looks like. Nobody yes. else decides that. T, keep us in the loop. Let us know what's going on with your deal tomorrow. Um, and let me know if you need some if you need some help on that at all. All right. And thank you for joining us. I will see you guys later. <laughs>